So thankful to be with you for this episode of the program. Watch there for a power-packed program, chock full of the word of the living God from his word, also from my new book, The Gospel Truth About the Rapture. And the last time I spoke about these things, I discussed the relationship between the days of Noah and that Noah found grace in the eyes of the Lord. Though the wrath of the Lord was bearing down on Noah's generation, Noah found the Lord's grace. And in these modern days of Noah, in which we live, that cooperating with the Lord's grace, we can find the same kind of grace Noah found. And the relationship between finding that grace and looking for the blessed hope, the rapture, Titus chapter 2. This is one of the primary passages from the last time. For the grace of God that brings salvation has appeared to all men, teaching us that denying ungodliness and worldly lusts, we should live soberly, righteously, and godly in the present age, looking for the blessed hope and glorious appearing of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ. Well, today I'm going to be talking about our blessed hope in seemingly hopeless times. But first, a word of prayer. Oh, great Father in heaven, thank you in Messiah Jesus' name for the hope you've given us. Oh, we're not hopeless, though everything around us looks hopeless. We're not because of our blessed hope and your glorious appearing. You're coming for us, Lord Jesus. Bless our program and all of our viewers today, Lord Jesus, please. Amen and amen. And so, when we think about the trouble of this generation, tragically, for decades, and, and now it's, it's really increasing, and, and like Noah's day, bearing down on this generation, the wrath of the Lord, the judgment of the Lord. Still, even now, pastors and teachers and churches refuse to look at it and see it for what it is and to talk about it, right? But we should do that. Why? It's like taking a, a black velvet cloth and then dropping a diamond on it with light shining on it. Well, what do you mean? Well, the blessed hope, the rapture becomes even more hopeful for us and gives us a hope that wells up in us as we look squarely at the times in which we live for what they are today. Yes, as we understand these times for what they are and receive the instruction by grace to look for the rapture, everything in our lives gets readjusted towards heaven. Oh, hallelujah. The rapture-writing Apostle Paul, through his letters to the first century Roman Christ followers, and also to his disciple Timothy, warns of a tragically unique generation. They are the days of sin and lawlessness like none other except those of Noah and Lot. Certainly, the New Covenant chapters of Romans chapter 1 and 2 Timothy chapter 3 discuss and warn 
about this generation. Here we go. For the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men who suppress the truth in unrighteousness. Because what may be known of God is manifest in them, for God has shown it to them. For since the creation of the world, his invisible attributes are clearly seen, being understood by the things that are made, even his eternal power and Godhead, so that they are without excuse, because although they knew God, they did not glorify him as God, nor were thankful, but became futile in their thoughts, and their foolish hearts were darkened. You see, we've wrongly learned not to think and speak about the wrath of God. Well, in a generation like ours, that's exactly what he's thinking about. He has revealed his wrath for these reasons, all of which follow a progression that finally brings about his physical and global destructive wrath. See the progression as ungodly and unrighteous men suppress the truth in unrighteousness. They do so in contradiction to what the true and living God has already shown them. His creation proclaims who the Lord is so that they are without excuse. Yet, instead of glorifying Him as God, and instead of being thankful to Him for His great goodness, their thoughts and hearts became empty, foolish, and extremely dark. The downward progression continues, and America as it is today is a perfect example of exactly what has taken place. Professing to be wise, they became fools and changed the glory of the incorruptible God into an image made like corruptible man and birds and four-footed animals and creeping things. Therefore, God also gave them up to uncleanness and the lusts of their hearts to dishonor their bodies among themselves who exchanged the truth of God for the lie and worshiped and served the creature rather than the Creator, who is blessed forever. Amen. Listen, for how many decades have these foolish people poisoned societies of this generation to disbelieve in creation and instead turned them to the foolishness of evolution and natural selection? In other words, nothing created everything. What insanity is asserted as wisdom? Now, they become so insane and so crazy, they don't know the difference between a man and a woman. They're about to put someone, and may have by the time you're watching this, on the Supreme Court of the United States of America that can't define what a woman is. Hello. Well, the downward spiral picks up steam as our Heavenly Father, who, by the way, is a gentleman, gives this wicked generation just what it wants. So, he gives them over to themselves, to their own wicked and lustful desires. This generation has exchanged the truth of God for the foolish lie that instead of the Creator, we should worship the created. By the way, it's quite satanic. And like never before, look at what is covering much 
of the world today. And consider that after the rapture, this will be the overall condition of the entire planet Earth. The light that is in the church of Messiah Jesus will be gone after the rapture, creating a vacuum that will be filled by full-on God-hating Satan worshipers. For this reason, God gave them up to vile passions, for even their women exchanged the natural use for what is against nature. Likewise, also the men, leaving the natural use of the woman, burned in their lust for one another, men with men committing what is shameful, receiving in themselves the penalty of their error which was due. And even as they did not like to retain God in their knowledge, God gave them over to a debased mind to do those things which are not fitting, being filled with all unrighteousness, sexual immorality, wickedness, covetousness, maliciousness, full of envy, murder, strife, deceit, evil-mindedness. There are whisperers, backbiters, haters of God, violent, proud boasters, inventors of evil things, disobedient to parents, undiscerning, untrustworthy, unloving, unforgiving, unmerciful, who knowing the righteous judgment of God that those who practice such things are deserving of death, not only do the same, but also prove of those who practice them. And certainly, contrary to popular thinking, Widespread homosexuality that has infected the culture is the end of the line sin. It truly is a flashing red signal that physical and all-encompassing, overwhelming, destructive wrath is just around the corner. The other sins that accompany extreme sexual perversion and are detailed to the end of this Romans chapter, cited there that I was reading, are expressions of God giving a society of people over to a debased mind. And when you consider the gravity of this, remember that there's an aggressive global homosexual movement that marches under the sign of the covenant the Lord made with Noah, as it was in the days of Noah, so it will be with the coming of the Son of Man. Well, I'm reminded again of the, the word of the Lord to the Thessalonians. Hallelujah! Our Savior Jesus will deliver us from the wrath to come. I'm ready. How about you? Listen to this. For they themselves declare concerning us what manner of entry we had to you and how you turned to God from idols to serve the living and true God and to wait for his son from heaven whom he raised from the dead, even Jesus, who delivers us from the wrath to come. Oh, hallelujah. I'm so thankful for the rapture and I'm ready. I'm rapture ready. How about you? I'll be right back. Remember, watch therefore and be ready. I want to take a moment to say thank you to those who prayerfully and financially partner with Watch Therefore Ministries. Without you, we could not do this exciting and effective and timely kingdom work. The Lord certainly has raised you up for such a time as this. And again, thank you. In Matthew 24, our great Savior Jesus speaks of a faithful, wise, and blessed servant who's watching for the master to come and doing what the master commanded. My aim for this television ministry and all of our ministries is to make faithful servant disciples of Messiah Jesus who will hear him say to them, well done, 
thy good and faithful servant. And one of the ways we walk that out is through Romans 1.16, taking the gospel and discipleship to the Jew first and then to the nations. To the Jew first with our ministry, Blessing Israeli Believers, co-founded by our ministry partner, John McTurnan and myself. We're working through our Israeli believing partners who are getting out the gospel, making disciples of Messiah Yeshua, planting believing congregations, helping to save babies from abortion, and also helping Holocaust survivors in the name of Messiah Yeshua and much more. And then to the nations through our ministry poured out for the nations where we're serving in African countries. I personally have served in 10 African countries and in India through one of our believing partners and also in America and through this Watch Therefore telecast all over the world. 200 countries, 200 million homes. And one of the ways you can keep up with what's going on in this ministry is through our monthly Blessing Israeli Believers and Poured Out for the Nations newsletters. I write about things that will help us to watch therefore and be ready and also news and updates about what's going on here in Israel through our partners and in the nations. Oh, it's an exciting way also to keep up with what you can be praying for, for our prayer partners and what you're giving into for those who sow financially into this ministry. And I wanna talk about that for a moment. And as I talk about financial giving, first I wanna say, as always, if you haven't yet believed in our great savior, Jesus, please don't send any money into this ministry. It's simply our desire that you would be our guest watching the program today and that you would receive Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior. And for those who would like to lay up their treasures in heaven, who understand principles of giving and sowing into the kingdom of God, if this is a place the Lord's called you to do so, there's three primary platforms through which you can give. Our Watch Therefore television ministry, blessing Israeli believers and poured out for the nations. And you can do so through our website, watchtherefore.tv and also through the post, through snail mail at our PO box by check. And what a great way to lay your treasures up in heaven. Having said all these things, remember today more than ever, watch therefore and be ready. Our King and Savior Jesus is coming for us any moment. The rapture is the next big event on the Lord's prophetic calendar. It will be the greatest thing that could ever take place in the life of a disciple of Messiah Jesus. Despite this clear event in scripture, there exists much confusion and heated debate around the rapture. These questions and more are answered in my new book, The Gospel Truth About the Rapture. What is it? Is it in the Bible? Why is there so much confusion about this topic? Why do fewer church leaders teach about the rapture today? Why has it become increasingly unpopular? Since there are different views and positions, can we know the truth about the rapture? Why is the rapture important to the Lord's disciples? The events found in the gospel truth about the rapture are leaping off its pages. Like never before, these scriptural truths pertain directly to the disciples of the Lord in this generation. If you would like your life to become dramatically more dynamic and hopeful, read and implement the gospel truth about the rapture. And with a tax-deductible gift of any amount to say thank you, we will send a copy of my new book, The Gospel Truth About the Rapture. Be sure to write Rapture Book in the check memo section or online giving notes. And be sure to watch therefore and be ready. King Jesus is coming for us any moment. 
Welcome back to the program Watch Therefore. Well, regarding the trouble of this very unique generation, Paul writes similarly to Romans chapter 1, also to his disciple Timothy. And it's a generation he's talking about that's one just like ours. And, and Paul, who was living at that time in the last days that began in Acts chapter 2, writes to Timothy about a generation in the last of the last days. It's a time like ours directly leading into the day of the Lord. Not only is it eerily consistent with Romans chapter 1, it's frighteningly a mirror of our generation. I'm so glad for the blessed hope for the rapture. Oh, hallelujah. But know this, that in the last days perilous times will come, for men will be lovers of themselves, lovers of money, boasters, proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy, unloving, unforgiving, slanders without self-control, brutal, despisers of good, traitors, headstrong, haughty, lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God, having a form of godliness but denying its power, and from such people turn away. See that the first of these 20 horrible characteristics is the umbrella under which the others stand. Men will be lovers of themselves. But just a moment. Haven't men always been lovers of themselves? Yes. But this end-of-the-age generation is uniquely energized with the love of self. Selfishness is the driving factor in this generation which motivates and unleashes all these other terrible traits into the world at this time, our time. With that in mind, along with a reminder that initially the Bible didn't have chapter breaks and verse breaks, consider 2 Timothy chapter 3, verses 16 through chapter 4, verse 4. Stay with me. All Scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be complete, thoroughly equipped for every good work. I charge you, therefore, before God and the Lord Jesus Christ, who will judge the living and the dead as his appearing in his kingdom. Preach the word. Be ready in season and out of season. Convince, rebuke, exhort with all longsuffering and teaching. For the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine, but according to their own desires, because they have itching ears, they will heap up for themselves teachers, and they will turn their ears away from the truth and be turned aside to fables. Our great instructor and guide, our Heavenly Father, has provided for us the Word of God. Truly, it is a lamp into our feet and a light unto our path in this treacherous hour. Consider that all of this book I've written, The Gospel Truth About the Rapture, from which much of this teaching is today, it's on the foundation of the Bible. All else is crashing and burning all around us today. We can trust the Word of God. Well, then Paul warns Timothy that a judgment day is coming to everyone. The disciples of Messiah Jesus, all of them, will stand in judgment in heaven at the judgment seat of Christ. Those who reject Messiah will be at the judgment of those doomed to hell and the lake of fire. 
That being the case, what's the great exhortation Paul gives Timothy? Preach the word. What am I doing today? Preaching the word. Then Paul speaks of a time, our time, in which professing Christ's followers will not want to hear right teaching about God. Remember, in those horrible characteristics of 2 Timothy chapter 3, the most deceptive of all of them is those who have a form of godliness but deny its power. They deny the powerful gospel of Messiah Yeshua, Jesus Christ. They deny the dynamite power from the person of the Holy Spirit and the Acts 1-8 powerful witness of Holy Spirit-filled disciples of Messiah Jesus. Well, in 2 Timothy 4, I believe Paul is charging Timothy to preach the word because some who profess the Lord are not yet born again. They're unconverted, false disciples of Messiah Jesus. Others may be born again, but are in a pitiful condition, facilitated by this deceptive environment, their personal need for deliverance and deeper repentance and confession of sin. Only the preaching, hearing, and acting upon this powerful Word of God can break through the evil prison walls of this generation and reach them with the life of Messiah Yeshua. All of this sounds so very heavy, doesn't it? And it is. Yet, the Holy Spirit words through Paul to the Colossians lifts our heads above the dark clouds of this generation like an airplane flying over the storm clouds while it's dark and gloomy on the ground. Up over the clouds, it's sunny and bright. Hallelujah. Come with me right now. Let's rise up as we receive these powerful truths. These are the words of hope during seemingly hopeless times. Are you ready? If then you are raised with Christ, seek those things which are above, where Christ is sitting at the right hand of God. Set your mind on things above, not on things on the earth. For you died and your life is hidden with Christ in God. When Christ who is our life appears, then you also will appear with him in glory. Do you see it? Do you see it? When we receive Jesus as our Savior, just like he was raised from the dead, we were forgiven of our sins and given eternal resurrection life. Yes. So then, now every day we should set our minds on the things above in heaven, where Messiah Jesus is sitting on our Father's throne at his right hand. we got to set our minds on heavenly things, not earthly things, heavenly things. Since the old me died, giving way to the new life in Messiah Jesus, my eternal life is hidden with Messiah Yeshua and God our Father, Abba, our Abba Daddy Father. And when does this faith become sight and a fully new realized reality? This is the best part. Messiah Jesus is my life, morning, noon, and night. Is he yours? Is he yours? See this progression. Are you ready? 
I received Messiah Jesus and was given eternal resurrection life. Every day, my mind is on things above, and my life is hidden in Messiah with Abba, Father. Every day, Messiah is my life. Then finally, after the waiting and at the edge of my seat anticipation, my Savior and Lord appears in the clouds and catches me up. Woo! He raptures me, and I no longer have the sinful and corrupted body. I appear with him in a glorified body like his. Oh, hallelujah and hallelujah. So many, even professing disciples of Jesus, have misplaced hope during this critical hour. Yet here's another Bible passage that says it all. Are you ready? Therefore, gird up the loins of your mind, be sober, and rest your hope fully upon the grace that is to be brought to you at the revelation of Jesus Christ. That's the rapture. We're to place all of our hope in the grace that we will receive when we're caught up in the rapture and given eternal glorified bodies, yanked up out of here as the wrath of God is about to fully be unloaded on the earth. Folks, folks, this is a different way of thinking, speaking, and living. Wouldn't you agree? Wouldn't you agree? The job of our enemy is to bog us down with a seemingly hopeless situation we're in in this generation. And truth be told, some days I get down. Why? Because I forget too at times, the things I'm telling you now. No, listen, more than ever, every day, love the Lord your God with all your heart, mind, soul, and strength. Love your neighbors, yourself. Keep your mind on things above and look for that rapture. Maybe you need to get saved right now. Maybe you haven't been forgiven for your sins. You need to get forgiven first, so then you'll be looking for a Savior to come for you. He died on the cross for our sins. He was buried on the third day. Hallelujah. He rose from the grave. He says, whoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Repent. Begin in your heart to turn away from your sins and cry out to Jesus the Lord to forgive you and save you today and put your hope in him and him alone. Listen, if you're doing that, there's information at the bottom of your screen. Contact us. We want to send you some free literature to help you begin your new life in Messiah Yeshua, Christ Jesus. And for all who are watching, I hope you heard it more and believed it more than ever today. Watch, therefore, and be ready. King Jesus is coming for us any moment. Thank you for watching the program today. Watch, therefore, is sponsored by the friends and partners of Watch, Therefore Ministries. In future programs, we'll have many more Watch, Therefore teachings from the Bible, worship, and exciting interviews with our believing partners in Israel and around the world. Please contact us at doveforisrael at gmail.com. That's D-O-V-F-O-R-I-S-R-A-E-L at gmail.com. And if you would like to subscribe to our newsletter, you can fill out a contact form on the website watchtherefore.tv. We also have audio programs available on our website watchtherefore.tv. We are on social media since it is a great tool to share the gospel and communicate with one another. You can also find us there at Watch Therefore TV. Until next time, we're watching for King Jesus to return. Watch Therefore and be ready. The Lamb who was